cliffcentral.com. All right, let's uh, turn our attention to collectomania. If you're one of those people who, like me, suffers from collectivism, collectivity, or collectomania, then you have probably the same kind of obsessions. You can see all the books in the background in my library here. What is it, a study? It's a study. Um, and you've heard about all my other obsessions and the things I collect, and it gives me huge amounts of happiness and joy. And although some people are not attached to material things, like Mbulelo, he doesn't care about this stuff at all. You're not a collector, are you? I am not. Uh, stuff is just stuff. I was saying to somebody yesterday, uh, whether it is a table or a Ferrari, it's the same thing to me. They are just things. Okay, so you're lucky. You've got this ascetic kind of approach to life. No, no, you're very, you're very different to Mbulelo. That's why it's a, it's a good thing you're on the show with us to show the rest of us what humans look like from the outside to aliens or what aliens look like on the outside for humans. <laughs> uh, we'll find out in good time because um, Mbulelo's around. So I want to turn our attention this morning to uh, someone who's collecting really interesting stuff. And I'm always thrilled to meet people who collect because I always find them interesting. They like me. They appeal to me in some way. And uh, this, of course, is brought to you by the South African Gold Coin Exchange and the Scoin Shop. And you can go and find really interesting collectible stuff at the Scoin Shop, too. They have a couple of really cool and interesting coins. You can buy gold. You can buy silver. It's really cool. It's not only an investment, but it could also be something that you you give as a gift to somebody. You know, it's the kind of gift that um, that one day in a couple of years' time, especially if you give it to somebody who's very young, it could appreciate tremendously in value. And then one day they, they will thank you for it because it could be the, the thing that helps them to make a deposit on a car or a house or God alone knows what else you could end up buying with all that stuff. So go along and find out more from the SA Gold Coin Exchange and the Scoin Shop. But let's bring Samantha into the conversation today. Hey, Samantha, how are you? Morning, team. Morning, hey. Gareth. How are you guys doing? Good. It's nice yes, to see I'm you. Yes, I'm good. I'm, I'm very happy to see you. So, listen, you collect some pretty bizarre things, and um, I'm always fascinated to hear what yeah. what people collect and why they collect them. Um, so you collect bottles, antique bottles. Antique bottles, correct, yes. I also like antique furniture, but I don't have as many as them as I do bottles. Okay. Yeah, the collection comes from my dad, who originally started digging them up in the 80s. But I absolutely love them. They're little gems. They're beautiful. I mean, just for me, the, the amount of detail and energy and time went into making them, unlike the bottles that are reproduced nowadays. So let's just, uh, you said a couple of things in there that I'm intrigued by. First of all, you mentioned yes. dig, digging them up. Did your dad actually go yes. around and actually dig them out of the ground and find them in Physically like dig them out of the dirty, ashy ground. It was a, it was, it, it was a treat. We'd, we'd pack up on a Sunday, pack our stuff and go and find a dump. And like I said, there was no Google, so you had to go and physically look where a dump is. And you're from Pretoria, right? Yep. One of our best, best dumps, but we didn't have money to travel out there always, was out in Pretoria. And what a compliment, it, Gareth. There's beautiful, some, beautiful. We have, we have great dumps. We have great dumps. Now, yeah. I want to show a picture of some, of some of your bottles here because people might not know exactly what we're talking about. You get antique glass bottles. You get antique um, ceramic bottles. I'm just going to show a couple of pictures here. So these, these could have been – I think these are medicine bottles, are they? No, these are all inkwells. These are all inkwells. inkwells. Yeah. Wow, look Can at you that. see there's like a little edge, a little lip on them? You could put your yeah. pen on there. And then dip it in. So those were obviously they're all very they used they were very very dirty. Obviously covered in sand and all that. Yeah. My dad had to 
um, wash out of them. Some of them are still stained with a bit of the ink, but as uh-huh. you can see, it's very, very, very different types, types and shapes. And, and, and you see the jagged edges. Yeah, and, and different, uh, it. Yeah. different, different colors. And, and to create yes. some of these colors in glass, you need to add certain metal salts. And when, when the, the glass blowers make them, they would usually add a bit of uh, a cobalt salt or something else to make it blue. They would add um, a nickel salt to make it green. Uh, these are these are really interesting. And as you said, they they used to be blown. So in other words, each of them was made by hand. There was no such thing as a you know an assembly line like we would have now. Yes, and then the very interesting ones are there's some that were didn't have molds. So they blurred into a mold, and so then you'd see like sort of a. Um, a line on the side, but those are blown with no molds. They're, they're older and more rare. Then they would have no line that they blew into a mold. They would shape it themselves. So yeah. So this is so what some of these date back right back to the eighteen. Well, well, like I said, the start. What our bot, the dumps we went to started when uh, Johannesburg started their gold rush. So the late eighteen hundreds. The late eighteen hundreds. But obviously, like PE right. and Cape Town, they're older, much older, because Cape Town and PE started a lot later. So Samantha, are you telling me that yes. as, as a little girl, your dad was yes. able to make you interested in this by taking you to dumps? I loved it. Loved it. I found quite a few treasures. I actually recently investigated one of the bottles I found, and it was worth over twenty thousand rand. But unfortunately, I've lost it. <laughs> Because I've had it for oh, so many no. years. You've lost yeah. it. You've it's lost a little it. tiny snuff bottle, yeah. A 20,000 Rand bottle you've just lost, but it's probably in some box somewhere in your house, right? I mean, you, you probably no, haven't. No, I left it in my flat in Brompton. Oh, my God. So it's it gone. The, yeah. So it's gone. <laughs> Devastated. Oh it's gone. <laughs> and someone's and thrown I, that away. I definitely. There was a thought. Just piece of rubbish. All right. So, what are what are these? What are these bottles here? These are milk of magnesia. So this is um yeah the, the this is a this, you still get Phipps milk of magnesia, don't you? Exactly. So that's yeah. my own Phipps magnesia in in a plastic bottle, and this is the older versions that okay. I've um, put next to it that my dad found many many years ago. But these aren't so old because they got screw tops. Okay. They're a little bit more probably in the early nineteen hundreds. And you, you can date these things by looking at them, which is interesting. So you've obviously got okay, lots of experience. So, no, well, basically, also there's a book and also there's uh, um, little markings underneath the bottles that can date some of the books, uh, some of the bottles. And then obviously there's a lot of info on the internet now that can date these bottles. And, and, and like I said, I've now got an Instagram page where there's a lot of bottle collectors. Most of the people that our followers are from the States and England, not so much in South Africa. It's, it's very big still there, not yet. There's not so many dumps left yet. But um, yeah, uh, uh, there's the one guy in Baltimore who's actually it's almost like a modern day Indiana Jones and he goes and digs up bottles all over the world. Yeah. Wow. So he's very interesting. Yeah. Now, dumps used to be a thing. Um, these days, obviously, people are trying to recycle. So modern glassware you wouldn't find as much lying around because mostly people would hopefully be recycling the stuff am i right correct and uh, as also um, one of the bottles i did um uh, to tell you about was the cod's wallop which was a cold drink bottle and the kids used to break them open to get the marbles out so there's not too many of those left either wow. but yes this is definitely going to be something of the past i mean glass is fading out very rapidly and definitely this thick beautiful colored glass is definitely a thing of the past how how many of these do you have and and do you have a special room dedicated to it 
Sure. Okay. So my dad has left me about over 20 boxes. Luckily, I've got a cellar and I'm storing them there. Yeah. I've got a few of the very beautiful ones out on display. But yeah, I'm actually, I'm not too sure what I'm going to do with them one day or if there's ever going to be a market to sell them or whether I should just display them. Uh, yeah, Put them in a really- vault. Have you ever thought about that? <laughs> no, no, because I think yeah. because we recycle everything so much, like, like now, right, is essentially whatever. That's going to be from glass to, I don't know, fashion wear somewhere in Milan for, you know, some, some skinny lady on a runway. But the, the, you, you literally could encapsulate time, you know, and these are artisanal. It's not, as uh, Gareth said, it's not an assembly line. This is awesome. This is like really a commentary on history and we could freeze time, put it, put some of them in a vault. I'd encourage, I'd love it if you did that. Brilliant idea. Well, also, one of my ideas is to um, start donating or selling to some of the places like Gold Reef City. I was there recently, and they've got like about five bottles on display. I mean, that's a very, they're becoming more rare. People, I mean, and the dumps are being recycled and reused. They take that sand. A lot of the schools are made up of the old dump sand and Mm. uh, broken bottles. Yeah, so they're they're diminishing very quickly uh, if there's any left at all. One of the dumps we used to dig on is in Rosettenville, and it's in our townhouses. Oh, so you can't go there anymore. Wow. So it's become, yeah. it's become harder than ever. Now, to get these yes. things clean is, is also a bit of a mission oh. because cleaning out these bottles, yeah. I mean, there's ingrained like, you know, almost 100 years of dirt in some of them. Um, you, you never get them perfectly clean, right? You can. It depends what they were mixed up with. So some of the times, yeah, it was a very, very long process. That was the biggest fun. We come home, my dad would fill up the basin with dishwashing soap and he had bottle, you know, the, the, the baby bottle brushes to right. brush out mm-hmm. and his scrubbing brush. And yeah, some of them came very clean, but obviously if they stained, then yeah, you just leave them and it's got their old stain. And some of the bottles you find are still liquid inside them. The oh, pork, wow. I've got one. You don't, <laughs> I don't know, know what it is. Inside. It's a brown bottle, so it's probably poison. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. All right. What about these ones that are, that are more ceramic? I mean, that's, a, that's an amazing, that's a beautiful bottle. That's ginger beer. Yes, and that's. The, I think those were produced in South Africa. So nice. Mm. That's that's magnificent. So yeah, I mean, I a, love ginger beer. I would wonder how delicious it must have been, and it's a very heavy bottle. Yeah. Um. So I drank it out of this. Yeah. And and some of these um, these bottles are in immaculate condition. I mean, that one looks really good. Look at this old Irish whiskey bottle you've got here. And that shape. I don't think anyone makes a bottle of that shape anymore. No, and it's a lovely big solid bottle with a little um, lip that you can hold on to just swig down. Yeah. The two in the back, actually, funny enough, those are the, the, the ones with the lips at the back are actually ink bottles. So the oh. ink would come in those very big bottles and you pour them into the smaller bottles. The two in the front are also ink bottles. Yeah, and then the white one is face cream, something to do with oh, face wow. cream or, or cream that you would use. And as you can see, it's all made out of glass. The lid, very difficult to find a lid and a bottle together because they would break, they're fragile. Do you Obviously, do yeah. you use any of these around the house? Like do you store store I stuff do. in them? I, yeah? Yeah, we, we put flower, put flowers in them. Some of them have got some candles in them. So, yes, they're very hardy. I mean, they've lasted the test of time. I mean, they're older. Some of them are over 100 years old. Have you got a favorite one? Um, yeah, that one I lost the jade oh. Oh, <laughs> the <okay>. stuff bottle. <laughs> that's that's not good. Yeah. So you you called it the was it made of jade? 
Uh, yes, it's a jadeite. It's actually carved oh. out, and at the bottom was a solid piece of jade. Yeah, God, that and the Chinese amazing. use them as snuff. The Chinese snuff bottles are amazingly beautiful, mm-hmm. and they're ginger jars, and they're also beautiful, beautiful bottles. And um, South Africa had money because we, would, we would got gold, so we imported these bottles from all over the world to use here. And that's yeah, that's how we've still got them. They're, they're really beautiful bottles. That's phenomenal. Found mostly in, in yeah, we mostly so, imported from the states and from um, the UK. This is uh, this is really I'm I'm always fascinated, but with you especially because I didn't expect to hear this this kind of interesting stuff about bottles. I'm going to be on the lookout for those now, and if I find any, are you still collecting, or are you actually trying to cut your collection down? Um, do you know what? If I could, I I, um, I found actually a, a dump from the fifties in Savoy, and it's next to a park. And yeah, it was my mom and I walk around Johannesburg a lot, and yeah, I was digging it out with a piece of stick, and I pulled out this huge big bottle. I'm always on the lookout. If I see grey ash in party books or anything that looks like oh, my husband's gonna be like Sam, Sam, come, we're gonna move. Just, just, just move on, look away. No, I'm always looking. Oh, Even say. in my own yard, I found like a little trinket box that is definitely antique and i'm always looking i'm always looking you're a a treasure hunter i am yeah definitely (laughs) i love all treasures yes i had a few just a few questions um the one is perfume bottles perhaps and the other is um is it not dangerous to be on some certain dump sites it was you know what? Um, we always lived on the edge, and my dad would just take us to the old mine dumps, and it was dangerous. But I don't know. The, the, the excitement and the thrill superseded that danger. Maybe it had added to it. But my dad has never been one to be scared to go anywhere. He was, yeah, he was like our Tarzan. He would have his knife on the one side, and he was always on the lookout. So it was quite dangerous. I mean, also there's sinkholes. There's sinkholes in these yeah. dumps. That's what I'm and, referring to, yeah. And actually... As you mentioned, um, the, the two people lost, well, probably more. There was a son and a father that dug a very deep hole there near the, the monument in Pretoria, and the walls collapsed on them. And obviously there was no cell phones or anything, right. and, and the people couldn't dig them out in time, and they died. My God. And it even collapsed on my dad, the wall. And, I mean, it's soft sand, and, yeah, it's very dangerous in that perspective as well as just, mm. like, being in really weird places. There is. Yeah. I, I love this. There's even an element of danger to collecting these bottles. Phenomenal. My God. <laughs> it's a so cool. rush. <laughs> oh, it is. It sounds amazing. Oh, uh, you know, I've, I've got, uh, I collect some, some chemicals. So I've got little bottles of all shapes chemicals. and sizes. Yeah. So I've got, I've got bottles of all shapes and sizes, but nothing as beautiful as these antique ones. It's amazing. And, oh, you know, you the, these, these glass blowers really are just extraordinarily talented people. You see how they, they're able to make the most delicate little things out of glass. And then they can also make these incredibly strong structures too. Very, very clever. Yes. All right. Stunning. I love it, Sam. Thank you. You've inspired us all this morning. And I can tell that it's only a pleasure. <laughs> I can tell that you love doing this and I can tell that you're, you're so enthusiastic about it, which is my favorite thing about collectors is there's no half measures. Mm. They either go all the way or they, or they don't even bother. Right. Absolutely. You have to have a passion for it and love it. Otherwise, yeah, no, it's not worth it. Do you know? <laughs> Thank you, you so much for having me on the show. Sure. Do, do you know, do you know any other serious bottle collectors in South Africa or are you pretty much the only one? Um, 
you know, yeah, basically, I have one friend in Port Elizabeth. Okay. She um, she told me if I'm ever there, she's going to take me to a dump where they dig. So that's basically <laughs> the only person I really know. Yeah. And, and, you and if said, I'm mad, dad, you said, you was fondly known as Benny Bottle. Benny Bottle, that's what they used to call him. <laughs> yeah. So you, you mentioned. It's quite that, interesting that um, Erica says on, on our chat here that that white ceramic jar was used for Pond's vanishing cream. So uh, perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps Eric and Eric is another friend you could have. Um, <laughs> I, 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 re- so. I really don't mean to pair you up with pain pals. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's your but choice. it's interesting. So, you, your, is your <laughs> is your husband at all interested in any of this stuff, or does he think you're crazy? Absolutely. He thinks this all belongs back on the dump. <laughs> right, exactly. Right, I love it. Thank you so much. Good to see you, Sam. Samantha Gesler, who is Likewise. The, a, a bottle collector and her dad was known as Benny Bottles. And what an incredible collection. So nice to meet you. Thank you very much, Sam. Likewise, guys. Have a lovely cool. day, lovely week. Keep safe. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Isn't that fun? Like she just it loves is. it. And you know, there's there's a show, a reality show. I think there've been two seasons now. I've watched both of them called Blown Away, which is all about these glassmakers. Yeah. And uh, it's just absolutely fascinating because you you know most bottles and and glassware is manufactured and comes out of a machine yeah. in a factory, um, and these techniques are, just date back hundreds of years. Um, and you look at these Venetian glass blowers; they oh have to God. have certain techniques. It's, um, it's just yeah, it's really fascinating, and it's something that has become rare. You know, um, yeah, the, the 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 hard thing I'm I'm. I'm struggling to deal with here is if you have an interest in something like digging up antique bottles and you, you meet someone and then they say to you, what do you love doing? And you say to them, Oh, well, you know, I like going to the movies. I like listening to music. I, uh, I like going out with my friends. Say, oh, okay. Well, what do you like? Mm, I like going to the dump and digging around. <laughs> it, it would be, it would be such a frightening thing for some people to deal with. Like they wouldn't, they wouldn't necessarily know where to take it from there, you know? But I think she's so great. Mm. She she was so excited. Awesome. She's so excited about you see, that's what I love about collectors. It's like that passion that comes out of her. She's just thrilled to tell us about her bottle collection. And it is damned cool. That is cool. Uh, you know, um, I was feeling pretty good about myself and uh, I think she's put me in my place here. Uh, uh, Sam. Sam's put me put me in my place to say so I just got three music um, posters, one of Kurt, Kurt anyway, uh, like really popular uh, musicians. A mm-hmm. friend of mine just moved to Italy. Yeah. And each of them, there's only 50 of them made in the world. And I, oh, I'm wow. feeling kind of good about myself. Yeah. But but this is so much better. Like like my posters are pretty awesome. But this is so much better. It's artisanal. It's survived the test you know, of time. And also, if someone broke in, if someone broke into Sam's house, they, they, they might steal a TV or they might steal her mm. cell phone. But they wouldn't steal her antique bottle collection. And I think she'd be happy to lose the cell phone or the mm. TV rather than an antique bottle. It's very cool. Bolelo, it, that reminds me of when I went to a tiny village um, in Provence and stayed there for two weeks over Christmas. Um, literally these, you know, paved roads on top of a hill, steep inclines, enormous wooden doors, and a lot of culture um, and architecture preserved in there. And right across the road in this village that literally only a few people know about um, was a tiny shop which had been carved out of a cave, uh, made it from a cave. Wow. And he collect, he's the 
prime collector of original movie posters, um, ones that have been screened or painted, um, good old, you know, Laurel and Hardy posters. And phenomenal. It's just such an honor to be able to walk in there. And he had a story behind each one. Just so fascinating. That is awesome. Oh, Samantha is awesome, by the way. Yeah, She's all in. It. She's great. I, I like, you know, if you're into something, whatever it is, be all in. Like, I just, again, as you can see yeah, with how I'm living. Don't mess around. Don't mess around and be like 50% into something. Be 100% into it, and then, then we can all be excited with you. Um, if you have a collection or you know someone who has a collection and they're as excited about it as Sam was or as I am, then please let us know. Uh, Gareth at cliffcentral.com. We're on the lookout for anybody who's got a collection of any kind in Collectomania, and we want to tell the world about you and about the interesting things that you keep. Cliffcentral.com.